Do you sometimes fly off the handle? Do you let your emotions get the better of you? Well, you're in luck because today we're going to be talking about how to be rational. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. Yes. I'm Randy. That's my buddy, Danny. How you doing, Danny? Doing good, Randy. What's up? Well, today we are talking about a very important topic, how to be rational, because a lot of philosophers say that you have to be rational. That's logical. You have to use yeah, reason. That's the only a lot of them thing. Say. Nothing else is important. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to discover what's going Pretty much on. Pretty much in the Western that. tradition, they say that for like 1,800 years. <laughs> that's, that's, I know, they've been wrong for it, so right? long. Yeah, <laughs> but would you consider more. yourself a rational person? I think I try to be, you know, I think that's, and I think I, I mean, I think I am a decent amount of time. You know, it's one of those things where I think though it does take, I think that's why they, they, they valued it as well because they recognize it's one of those things that does take work. It's not something that, you know, yes, we are rational beings in the in a broad sense, or, but we're not, you know, it takes some cultivation and work to be that way too. Or to perfect it maybe, you know. I would say I would say that like much of the time I try to be somewhat rational, but like if there's alcohol involved, no. Oh rational. god, yeah. <laughs> I think the important thing too so, is catching yourself, right? When you're being yeah. irrational. That's the other thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh today's episode is a quick one. We're just gonna go over three tips each for how to be rational because a lot of people want to be rational. So that brings us to the first one is recognize your emotions. And I don't say control your emotions and I don't say suppress your emotions. I just say recognize your emotions because you'll see when you're being emotional is oftentimes when you're not being rational. And at the very least, if you notice you're being emotional, you could be like, okay, well, maybe this isn't rational. It's totally fine, whatever it is. But I just recognize that this could be a moment of me not being rational. Yeah, no, I like that. I think too, like, you know, dealing with starting to deal with your emotions in a healthy and rational way, you have to identify them first. You have to, you have to acknowledge them first, right? Otherwise you can't because you'll always be trapped or sort of, you know, misled by them and doing other things. I think that's a, it's a great point. We need to recognize them first. Um, okay, my, my first one is, uh, you know, and I think this is an important one as well. We talk about all the time, which is just read. Um, I think when we read, try to understand other people's perspectives, um, try to learn as much as you can about the world. It gives you more tools. Uh, it helps you think, right? Cultivates that. It gives you more tools to sort of address problems and to sort of, it gives you ideas of how other people might handle situations or might handle, you know, or experience things. And that I think helps us build a sort of, a, you know, a set of tools that can help us be rational or think rationally. That's, a, that's such a great one, and I think it's uh, underestimated where people don't mention it enough for how to be rational because, like, really all of, all of your ability to reason, I mean, you can get it from your own life experience or you can get it from stuff that you learn. Now, a lot of people, they, they stop learning once they're done at high school or university or whatever it is. But if you keep reading all the time, if you keep learning, you're always going to be growing, getting better and you'll be able to connect these things that other people couldn't connect. So that's a great one. My next one, along the same lines, kind of, but not really, from, <laughs> from reading. But different. Is, <laughs> kind of the same, but different. Is think what your role model would do. So like Ooh. I say this because there are people, 
I look up to people who other people think are very smart because chances are if a lot of people think they're smart, then they probably are. Like yeah, Charlie Munger, Warren, yeah, like Warren Buffett's business partner, Charlie Munger. Uh, people think he's very smart because he has very good mental models. And like one of his basic premises is don't be stupid. Like he's not saying like <laughs> be smart. He's just being saying don't be stupid, which makes a lot yeah. more sense because we kind of know it's stupid, but it's hard to be smart. But it was related to the reading because, you know, once you know who your role models are, you can read their biography or read a book yeah. about them. So that way you can understand how they think a little bit better. And then when you're in these situations where you may be rational, you may be emotional, you may be, you may have lost it. You can think, well, what would this person who I look up to do? What would this person I respect do? And then that way, at the very least, you can have a better perspective on the situation. Oh, I like that. You know, and it's, I think you make a good point there too. Like, you know, even his point too, about not being stupid. It's like, I like that because it's like, if you're trying to be like smart, you get these ideals and, or these, you know, these ideas of perfection. And that's not really what you need to be rational or to live a good life. You just need to try and be your, you know, your best as best you can. And that starts with just not being, you know, the worst thing or the bad thing. So I think that's a, that's a nice way to look at it. And yeah, dude, reading and, and look, having some people that you do admire is a great way to help you also step back and, and sort of think about things carefully, right? It goes really nicely with my with my next one, actually, I think, um, which is slow down. I think, you know, taking a step back from the situation, giving ourselves a chance to sort of think things through, that's being rational, right? It's thinking and taking control, being in control. And I think we can't do that if we're rushing. And, you know, reading these books, having sort of role models that we can imagine, you know, what would they do, you know, or how would they handle the situation? Um, or even look into their biography and see, you know, when, was, when did they suffer through something like this and what did they do? Give you some examples. These are all great ways to sort of kind of take a step back and, you know, figure out the situation, not be led by the wrong ideas, like by our, you know, not let our emotions sort of overwhelm us, not let other people sort of dictate how we act or how we think. I think that's crucial. Yeah. Yeah. And, and slow down is a great one mm -hmm. uh, because when you're, when you're in a hurry, you like don't have compassion for other people. You aren't even able yeah. to consider <laughs> other people. And so it's not, you're not really acting the best that you can when you're in a hurry. And so by slowing down a little bit or giving yourself more time to do what you need to do, it allows you, it gives you that time to pause to really consider what is this the right action? Am I doing the right yeah. thing? We're not even compassionate to ourselves when we rush. You know, that's when we tend to also, you know, parade ourselves and be kind of, you know, taskmasters and mean and you know, mm -hmm. self-deprecating. I think, you know, that's all harmful and it all destroys our ability to be rational. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So my last one along the lines of compassion for being rational is actually put yourself in the other person's shoes. So oftentimes we lose our ability to reason when we're dealing with other people because we get emotional. It becomes like a me versus you or like, you know, I have to win, you have to lose, pleasure, pain, all of this stuff. And that triggers emotions that we completely lose our rationality with. But a handy tip is if you can put yourself in the other person's shoes. It doesn't mean accept the situation how it is. It's just saying, like, how do they see it? Because I know you recommended this for me a while back when I was having issues forgiving someone. And I couldn't see any way that they were right. And like, I was right 100%. They were wrong 100%. And then you were like, well, just write down like 
what it looked like from their perspective. And I did that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I was wrong a hundred percent. Like this is my responsibility. And so like it opened up my eyes, but it gave me the ability to, to have that perspective so that I could be, I could then be rational instead of emotional dealing with it being like, oh, I see where you're coming from. Okay. And I also see where I'm coming from. So let's see if we can get somewhere together. No, that that's a great rational. point. It does sound rational. It's funny too, you know, because like I think you're so right. Like when we when we get emotional, we totally like it's amazing how fast we go from like working with somebody to thinking they're our enemy or to thinking it's us against them. And it really makes zero sense. And we do this to people that we ostensibly like are love, <laughs> are close with. It makes really no sense to like think that like why would they do that right why would they make a situation where it's us against them really if you think about it there must be something wrong so getting that perspective right kind of putting yourself in their shoes is a great point because you know, you also get a chance to kind of like reflect and see that you know they probably had reasons too and they probably weren't atta- you know it's, it's a good way to look at it and that goes kind of nicely with my last one too which is ask questions and i think you know this is if we keep asking questions we keep learning i think in the, in the you know in the broad sense we don't let ourselves get trapped by you know just believing things because, you know, it's everybody else believes it or because it's tradition or because we've always thought that way, you know, it keeps us sort of thinking in new ways, which is important, but also asking difficult questions. Like you're saying, you know, when we are, when we're struggling with emotions, when we're struggling with like, you know, problems in our lives, asking difficult questions about like, well, what's our response? What's my responsibility? What part do I play? Did they really, you know, are they really attacking me? I think that's a huge part of being rational. And even, even asking questions like, why am I being irrational right now? Why am I getting all wrapped up in this? Why am I letting yeah. this disturb my peace of mind? Because I guarantee when you find the answer to that, that's going to open up a whole bunch of answers oh God, for yeah. you because now you'll be able to see this thing that gets triggered every time you experience it. And, and you know, just to add like kind of one last half thing, I think too, is that like, you know, to be rational too, I think to be more rational, you just have to keep working on it too, because it's not. And these are things that you have to remind yourself literally all the time. I have to do it constantly because I catch myself still doing it all the time and it's still a struggle. So it's like something you have to keep reminding yourself. It's really <laughs> funny because like I'm at this point now where oftentimes I catch myself when I'm not being rational and then I get really angry at myself for not being <laughs> rational and I don't change not being rational and I'm still irrational, but yeah. I'm just angry at myself that I'm irrational. It doesn't change anything. So I think the next step yeah. is just, kind of accepting it and then uh, seeing if I can change it. Who knows? Yeah, it's a slow progression, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that is nice. all for how to be rational on the Existential Stoic podcast. Woo. Guys, we're on YouTube. We're on all the podcast things. It really does yes, help if you like, subscribe, share, all of that. We will see you coming up midweek with another episode. I'm Randy. That's Danny. I'll catch you later, Danny. Later, Randy. <laughs>